the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Glad to have you along. Some severe weather out there. Pickaway and Ross counties have a tornado warning. Storm that blew through here. About 3 o'clock is making its way uh, toward 23 in the Circleville area, so be careful out there. Uh, Boy, I bet they were taking cover at the White House today after Joe Biden got done with his uh, address and taking questions because he did the one thing that you just know. When Joe Biden leaves the podium and reporters are yelling things at him, you just know that his handlers are like, don't stop. Don't stop. No, no, no. And they just want to, like, lasso him and pull him off stage before he says something stupid or nonsensical. But Peter Ducey of Fox News baited Joe Biden into yelling at him today at the White House. Here's how it sounded. In May, you made it sound like a vaccine was the ticket to losing the mask forever. And it's- that, that is true at the time, because I thought there were people who were going to understand that getting vaccinated made a gigantic difference. And what happened was, new variant came along, they didn't get vaccinated, it was spread more rapidly, and people, more people were getting sick. That's the But how frustrated are you with those? That, that must be a Democratic thing. I did it before I knew, like, what was John Kerry? I voted for it before I was against it. So when Joe Biden said, you no longer need to wear a mask until I tell you to wear it again. Now, what do we know about these numbers and this uh, insatiable desire of the Biden administration to force you to put on a mask, even if you're vaccinated? It's just ridiculous. But they have... The backing of the voices who are supposed to be the authorities. Uh, Rochelle Walensky is the head of the Centers for Disease Control. You would think she would know her own numbers. Uh, Instead, she exaggerates her numbers. Just listen. If you're a vaccinated person, you have, um, and you're in one of those areas, as you said, a sea of red, a sea of COVID, you have a reasonable high chance, um, if nobody's wearing a mask, to um, interact with people who may be infectious. Um, And so for every 20 people, um, one or two of them could get a breakthrough infection. For every 20 vaccinated people, one or two of them could get a breakthrough infection. Um, They may only get mild disease, but we wanted them to know that they could bring that mild disease disease home they could bring it to others okay so she says if you're a fully vaccinated person and you're in an area where there's a lot of covid one or two 
of every 20 people could get what they call a breakthrough case of COVID, which means you're fully vaccinated and you get COVID again. It broke through the vaccine. That's what they mean by breakthrough case. Okay. So where did I go to find the numbers that prove that Rochelle Walensky is, hmm, in the best case scenario, off by a long way or flat out lying to you? Oddly enough, I went right to the CDC website. And on the CDC website, you will find that at this moment in time, there are 153 million Americans who have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, 153 million Americans. There are 153,000 breakthrough cases of COVID right now. That is an infection rate among vaccinated people of 0.098%. So she is saying that uh, you will get uh, 10 people out of every 100 who are fully vaccinated, 10 of them will get COVID. Her numbers on her website say one out of every 10,000 will get it. One out of every 10,000, not 10 out of every 100, one out of every 10,000. These are the kinds of mistakes you cannot make. If you want people to take seriously your supposed overwhelming concern for their well-being. She has been wrong many times. Fauci has been wrong many times. Um, Too many of them have been wrong too many times for us to just blindly fall into line and do what they say. And I don't feel like The president has my best interest at heart. He tries very hard to be um, sincere, compassionate, but I'm just not buying it. So we were told you wouldn't have to wear a mask again. Now you have to wear a mask. We were told we're not going to lock down again. We were told the schools have to be open. I played yesterday for you, Randy Weingarten, American Federation of Teachers, Floating the idea, you watch, it'll gain steam. Mm, maybe we can't open the schools. Man, you know, we're going to try. Maybe we can't. Kids not being able to get vaccines um, 12 and under has really thrown this curveball that says that while vaccination is the number one gold standard, um, that we need to you know, bring back our masks for schools. So the bottom line is we're going to keep kids safe. We're going to keep our members safe and we're going to try to open up schools and we're going to try to move through this political battlefield. I'm going to try to open up schools. I'm going to try. What about locking down again? Uh, Jen Psaki must have had the day off today because they have her backup spokesperson answering questions at the podium at the White House. Uh, I apologize. I do not know her name. Uh, but here she is answering questions from Peter Ducey, and we get to the point in this little interchange where, hmm, if you thought lockdowns were a thing of the past, perhaps it's time to think that through again. President Biden says that we are not returning to lockdowns, shutdowns, and school closures, but he also once said that we didn't have to wear masks anymore once we were vaccinated. So why should Americans trust him now? 
Well, because we listen to the sciences, we listen to the expert. This is a public health situation. This is not about politics at all. This is about saving lives. And this is what the president is all about. He wants to make sure that we are saving lives. If you look at, Peter, the last six months, that's what he's done every day. And you, and you see that in the numbers. Now we're at a point where we have to double down and make it very, very clear to people that we can't, we can't let the, the pandemic win. We have to continue to fight. So if you're listening to the science, if scientists come to you at some point down the line and say, it is our opinion that there should be shutdowns and there should be school closures, you would do that? Well, we listen to, like I said, we listen to the CDC and the, the expert and the... And the mm-hmm. Sure you do. Sure you do. Uh, This is highly frustrating. And I I said yesterday, and I firmly believe this, part of this, a big part of this, is just the desire to push you to react in an irrational, unlawful, uh, stupid way. All of those words apply to the January 6th rioters. Unlawful, stupid, unwise. Because then they can stick you in whatever kind of detention facility they want to. And you notice how, let me just contrast this for you. Imagine if Donald Trump's administration locked up 500 American citizens and there was virtually no detail on the timetable for the dispensation of their legal cases, no enumeration of the charges against them, and AOC and Rashidi Tlaib and Ilhan Omar showed up at the detention facility where they were incarcerated, trying to get in to make sure they were being treated in a humane way, and they were turned away. They were told they could not enter the facility. Well, that happened today, except the congressmen who showed up were Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and Louis Gohmert. Uh, here's Louis Gohmert talking about what happened when he and his congressional colleagues tried to get in to check on the 500 and some January 6th protesters who were incarcerated and waiting for their cases to be handled by the Biden administration. The supervisor came down, was standing right here, and turned her back on me. The other one says she won't talk anymore. Oops, sorry, Louie, let's try it again. The supervisor came down, was standing right here, and turned her back on me. The other one says she won't talk anymore, that we're trespassers. She's not saying any more than that. Uh, we have turned a corner we're in totalitarian Marxist territory here. This is the way third world people get treated. People that appropriate money, that are vote to appropriate money, uh, they are normally given a chance in a republic, a democratic republic, given a chance to inspect that for which they are paying. Not here, though. Not here. He's not wrong. I'm amazed at the treatment these people are getting. I'm amazed at the media's lack of interest. The media in this country is really, it's evil. It's incompetent and evil. It's lost its, it's lost its way. The media's purpose in our country is to be adversarial, which is not convey 
a enemy of the administration, whoever is in power. But it's to question. It's to hold accountable. It's to investigate. It's to probe. It's to keep people honest. I don't think the media would be silent on the treatment of incarcerated American citizens with no charges pending six months after their arrest if Donald Trump's administration were the ones putting them behind bars. I don't think that's at all what would be happening. Maybe you do, but I do not. We would disagree on that. Hopefully we can all agree that the best night's sleep comes with an array of my pillow products. This actually happened at my house last night. I laid down to go to sleep and I said to my wife, oh, I love our mattress topper. I love our pillows and our sheets. And they're all from my pillow, Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Buy one set, get a second set free. The MyPillow mattress topper, you never have to get hot in the summertime with a mattress topper. I know many of you do. Oh, my back gets all sweaty in the night. Nope. Well, you don't have a MyPillow topper. I don't know how Mike Lindell does it, but the technology is amazing. You do not sweat even on a warm summer night with a MyPillow mattress topper. The pillow itself, of course, was the original product from MyPillow, and it's amazing. It's made right here in the United States of America. $29.99 for a queen premium MyPillow right now. When you use the promo code Bruce, use that promo code on all the MyPillow products, including the MyPillow slippers, 40% off at MyPillow.com, or you can order via the phone, 800-856-9340, 800-856-9340. The Atlantic did a hit piece on Mike Lindell. The left never tires of trying to uh, marginalize, deplatform, and ruin Mike Lindell, but you have the chance to support him and uh, his efforts to stand for the things that we used to treasure in America, which is hard work and innovation and a good product at a fair price. You'll find them all at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BRUCE. It is 5.50, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Rainy Thursday in Central Ohio. Stormy Thursday in Central Ohio. They got this one right. Uh, Usually when they predict rain on a Thursday, three, four days out, they do not get it right. Uh, But they did this time. Now, today at the White House, one of the tough questions that Deputy Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre declined to answer directly, was an inquiry about why must Americans wear masks while the Border Patrol on the southern border of uh, the United States is releasing illegal aliens into our country um, without them being tested for COVID or without them being quarantined with COVID. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott is plenty upset about that. Here is Greg Abbott. Uh, the Biden administration cares more about people who are not residents of America than he does of the residents of America. Uh, because uh, he has one standard trying to mask up and vaccinate uh, our fellow Americans uh, by, by uh, allowing free pass into the United States of people with a high probability of COVID and then spreading that COVID up in our communities uh, as has been shown in the Rio Grande Valley. So what the Biden administration is doing is deadly, is dangerous, and it must be stopped. And that's what my executive order that I issued today tries to achieve. So they're going to try to arrest and detain people. 
Uh, it's a shame that Texas has to do what the federal government should be doing. But I applaud Greg Abbott if he can get it done. The answer that was given at the White House for why migrants can be released into the country with COVID, without being tested, was for Karen Jean-Pierre to read (laughs) off a script, and it was obvious she was reading it, about Customs and Border Protection policies and procedures. CBP provides migrants with PPE from the moment they are taken into custody, and migrants are required to keep masks on at all times, including when they are being transferred or in the process of being released. If anyone exhibits signs of illness in CBP custody, they are referred to local health system for appropriate testing, diagnosis, isolation, and treatment. Did you hear an answer in there? I didn't. There is no answer in there. And I don't know if it's because, you know, COVID is really not that serious. I don't know if it's that nefarious or if it's just the Biden administration going, eh, we don't have the facilities to put them in. If we let them congregate at the border, the facilities are going to fill up and, you know, maybe MSNBC, CNN and the people in our back pocket are going to get interested in the border again and go back down there. So let's keep those facilities empty. And the only way we can keep those facilities empty is just let them in. Let them in. I know they have COVID. I know they'll spread COVID. They're in Texas. It's not going to get up here. It's not our problem. Because, again, that's the hard thing to say is, no, they can't come in. No, none of you can come in. Joe Biden doesn't want to say the hard thing. I don't even know if he's cognizant enough to say the hard thing. But what he would love to do is lock us all down again, shut our economy down again, giving him another excuse to spend more money again. We need it. We need it. People are out there. You are heartless. You don't give them the money. Give them more money, more money. And if their theories prove to be wrong, modern monetary theory, spend all you want. You'll never have to pay it off. That's basically the Cliff's Notes version of modern monetary theory. You don't have to balance a budget. You don't have to pay for your expenditures. You just print more money. In fact, now we don't even print money. We just digitally create money. That's modern monetary theory. I don't want to spend it. Spend it, spend it, spend it, spend it, spend it. Throw money at it. Now inflation is really a problem. And the Fed actually yesterday said, well, you know, when we said inflation was transitory, we didn't mean that it was temporary. Oh, wait a second. That's what transitory means. Ah, but with the left, words don't mean what you think they mean. They mean what the left says they mean. And who knows what they really mean because they mean whatever fits their purpose. So if the economy crashes, well, just give us another reason for the government to take over. And we all just become baby birds waiting for Uncle Joe to drop bread in our mouths. This is not how we got to be a great country. This is not how we're going to stay a great country. And Meghan McCain was talking about this today on The View. I don't mean to insinuate that Meghan McCain is uh, the uh, voice of America, but on this, uh, I don't think she is wrong. Had always been really trepidatious about what the future held because I felt like I had been, if not lied to, if that's too extreme for all of you, just been given wrong information that was just amended and amended throughout this entire pandemic. America is mentally, emotionally, and spiritually sick as, as well as having the virus of COVID. 
And you're now seeing teachers unions, the head of the teachers union saying, we don't know if kids are going to be allowed to be back in schools. There are just citizens of this country that aren't going to do this. They aren't going to stand for this. And I do think what you will end up seeing is a completely divided America where people who don't want to live under these kind of restrictions and are willing to take the risk, no matter the judgment of, you know, people on this panel and people in politics, they were willing to take that kind of risk and live in a state that is freer. And then we'll see other people that are more comfortable living in places like D.C. and New York and California that will continue to probably have uh, mask mandates forever and and probably having some form of lockdowns going into the fall. I could see that happen, but I don't I don't really get a picture of how that works in our country, because as much as we have anger, as much as we have disagreement, as much as we have people who stand up and say, I'm not going to put up with that again, I'm not going to put up with that again. I think generally most people are trend toward compliance. Most people are rule followers. There's been enough habitual obedience in us to ingrain the idea that, you know, we just don't defy the authorities. It's just not what we do as Americans. But she's not wrong. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, we are a sick country. And what will that drive us to do? Uh, I don't know.